Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly used the smoke to see shut We about to talk about bullshit pictures Welcome to the show Your favorite actor My favorite actor our favorite actor. Uh, you already know this is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, which I'm going to call it the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but get off subject easily and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel. A.K.A. Oshi Bats in the third, A.K.A. Slim Nady, A.K.A. Slim Pickens, A.K.A. Robert Balmain Jr., A.K.A. Silk Pajamas, Nate Uwine, Belly Rollin', <laughs> Nadington, Peter Party Starter, uh, uh, who else I is, uh, Native Thieves, <laughs> uh, who else I is, it's Joaquin Pennysworth, aka Pusha K, aka Kayanya Van Zandt, aka Kai Dollar Sign. No more Mr. Knife Guy. No more Mr. Nice Kai. Mm. <laughs> Booking Agent K, Kai and Taylor Joy. I thought you were about to say Boogie. Nah. Like, is, that a, is that a reference to DeMarcus getting <laughs> tearing, injured? Tearing that ankle. Uh, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Chadwick Flossman. Uh, I'll figure out the Eric Killmonger thing. I should have brought down my Eric Killmonger little action thing. <laughs> action figure thing. Uh, cool Breeze. Mr. Light Up the Probo. Doug Apatow. He went MVP, though. I don't look like that. The Hibachi <laughs> Chef. The Name Generator. Neon Ember. And, uh, <clears throat> you're so Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> get it up. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. I haven't heard that song. I can't even get it out. So, so I one more, and this was dead when I woke up in the morning. Something when I woke up said, "Look up uh, Isley Brothers and R. Kelly." So I watched. No, no. First, I watched Busted. When, when? Oh, you gotta see this video. Mr. Biggs had on a little fur outfit with a Celtics jersey under. <laughs> and, then, and then I was like, let me watch this other one because this ain't the one I'm thinking of. Then he came with the so contagious. <laughs> trust me, baby. Give me all you got. <laughs> and then I started watching Chat in the Closets and realized Classics. how stupid. They're dumb. That R. Kelly would not leave. Nope. <laughs> he was like, I, I ain't stay- got mad when they was taking forever telling that story. Yeah. I want y'all to explain y'all lives to me quicker. <laughs> I got places to be. Hey, my wife don't know where I'm at. Uh, that was funny. Uh, sweet lady, Whoa, would, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there 
when you need me, just call and receive me like a letter. That was whack. Episode 86, three minute, 20 second mark. That's a good sweet lady. <laughs> just in case you got to make a yeah. mega mix. <laughs> uh, then send it to Tyrese. And he'll probably get mad and go off on his little Instagram grams. All right. Here are my podcast notes. You uh, see any movies since the last episode? I did see something. I watched Molly's Game, in okay. which a movie I'm counting as a 2018 movie because that's when the full release came out. <laughs> Uh, when I when I first came on, I had thought it was a spy movie, <laughs> but then they got deep into the sport of skiing, and huh? I, then I became concerned. This ain't a lawyer movie, despite it being entertaining. It ain't. It's it. It's finally. It's about Jessica Chastain and poker. This is a huh? poker. This is a, a lawyer movie. It kind of is. It's not about Idris, though, because, of course, this is a true story, and Idris Elba's character is made-up character. Just <laughs> they just had that. to have Idris in there. <laughs> uh-huh. I was like, they literally made up a character for Idris. <laughs> but after this movie went off, I had to do all kind of research. I'm like, this lady's life really was insane. But this is another movie where Kevin Costner plays the dad to the main character in flashbacks. <laughs> that is his that's new his role th- from now that's on. That's his new thing. Uh, the movie started dragging towards the end, but the majority of the movie was real good. And then, of course, the ending was good. Wait, you said the movie started what? Dragging. Mink. Ballsy. Uh, <laughs> I had to talk over you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the lady that Jessica Chastain plays that she doesn't look anything like was on Ellen, further <laughs> explaining her life story. Basically... Was the real lady black? Nah. Oh, okay. Uh, she, what, what happened to her? Uh, she was um, about to qualify for the Olympic. When, well, when she was 12, she destroyed her back and had to get it re-whatever, redone. And then when she was qualifying the Olympics when she was older, she fell real bad and uh, that ruined her career. So then she was getting all kind of odd jobs. One of the jobs was an assistant to like a little Hollywood dude. And he asked her to set up a poker game and everything in the basement of this club. And she set it up and real nice where everybody enjoyed it. And eventually the dude said he didn't need her to do anything anymore. But all she learned from doing the poker thing, she made her own thing. And all kind of real, real famous people was coming. And then eventually one of the people uh, was doing a Ponzi scheme and didn't have the money that she owed her. So the FBI came looking for him. He snitched, and then she fled the scene, did it in another city, and then the mob got involved. She got beat up, Jeez. and then they came after her, and then she got sentenced. She lo- ended up losing all her money, and she was making a whole bunch. That's a real-life story. Jeez, all because of somebody snitching. Uh-huh. But yeah, Jessica Chastain looks nothing like the real person. Well, it was cr- Michael Cera was in this movie, okay. performing well once again. Playing a jerk, but the funny thing is, not only did he play a jerk, he played Tobey Maguire in this movie. Because this is a story that came out a few years ago when they was talking about all the celebrities that got caught up in this poker ring thing. <laughs> and the main, when the lady wrote her book, the main, like one of the main people in it was Tobey Maguire. 
Toby, if all this stuff is true, <laughs> Toby, 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 you are mean. And his name was Toby McGuire in the movie? No, nah, they couldn't name him Toby McGuire. Uh-huh. They named him, they just called him Player X. But Aaron Sorkin was very clever, talking about he played a superhero, uh, referenced something else. But dang, now I want to, now I got to see to see how he was acting like Toby. Uh huh. This. He literally was just acting like a jerk version of Michael Sarah. But <laughs> in the reading about it, that something that they didn't put in the movie but was in the book was Toby McGuire said, I'll give you a thousand dollars to bark like a seal. And then when she said no, he got upset. He must have really been feeling his uh, Spider Man cred but back in the She she said he was the best player they had, worst loser and something else. But he was one of the reasons why she got big into it. So it was also his fault. But they had people like uh, uh, Ben Affleck came through. They, ain't, I don't think they had characters for them in the movie. But Ben Affleck, they did rep. They said we got a New York Yankee coming in. I'm like, I bet you that's Ali Rodriguez. Looked it up. Yep. <laughs> they had all these. And then when the lady, real life lady, was on Ellen, Ellen said. She heard, because Ellen plays poker, she was like, I heard about all these. I was like, I ain't going to that. <laughs> yeah, she's smart. That's crazy. If Ellen would have been there. And, been a, she would have been in the movie. Who would have played Ellen? Uh, Kate McKinnon. Uh, <laughs> nah, I'd say Lance. Let's get your acting career For one, off. Michael Sarah looks nothing like Tony McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I want to see how that That looks. really cracks me up. I wonder how Tony McGuire feels about this. He probably, he probably ain't said nothing since uh, they didn't use his name. Oh, yeah, and then he got, he got like Leo involved. Leo was down in there playing poker. The amount of money that was, because it was a $250,000 buy-in. That's easy for Leo. So at the, yeah, that's light. At the door, pay your two fifty. That's easy. Then you can play poker. There's one dude, she said... She watched somebody lose a hundred million dollars. Kill me. That would have been my heart would stop. I just committed the old <laughs> suicide. Uh, if I ever had a hundred million dollars to my name, I ain't playing no poker. Yeah, I'm spending it on jets. Yeah, but that that movie was good. Idris Jessica Chastain was real good in it. Idris Elba was good, even though I could hear his accent trying to poke through his American <laughs> accent. He's probably getting sick of covering it up. Yeah, they literally, I could tell Aaron Sorkin wrote this character just so uh, Jessica Chastain could tell the story to somebody and not just talking at the, <laughs> talking at the screen, because uh, they did it in, like, it started off when she was a kid, jumped to when she was getting raided by the FBI, cut back to her read of, uh, Idris Elba basically reading her book. Which is the book in real life? It's one of the yeah, things, okay. one of the things where you gotta take a second. I right, I got it, and then you can move on. Understanding the movie, yeah, that was a good movie. I might to go back and check that out one day. All right, you watch anything else? Nah, watch the Grammys. <laughs> All right, I only watched uh, two movies since the last episode. First up, I checked out Fifty Cent's Dinner Thieves. If it didn't he should really make moves where it says 50 cents a Medea's family reunion. <laughs> I mean, if he did that with this movie, you wouldn't be able to. That would be the only way that you knew he was in the movie. Oh, Lord, I knew it was going to be like that. Because he's in the whole movie. He says very few lines <laughs> to the point that you forget that it's 50 cent there. Dang. He really plays a little side uh, buddy to uh, the guy from uh, Orange is the New Black since he's the main villain 
but whatever. And uh, Gerard Butler put on a career performance in this movie. Drag. Like, oh, he did a great job. Okay, look at you, Gerard. But um, his name is Gerard. G E R A R D. Gerard. Um. All right. So some notes from this movie. Just a little uh, nitpick. But you know how, like, when they let you know the location that the scene is taking place in, they got, like, a little white print off on the side? Mm -hmm. They did that, and they also did that with the character's name. So I was very confused about what was going on. <laughs> I was like, who's Howlin'? Is Howlin' the city they're in, or is that the Dang, character? That was weird. Um, your, your boy O'Shea Jackson Jr. started out as a big old snitch in the movie. <laughs> but then things changed, and you see why he was doing what he was doing. It was a cool little twist at the end. You know, instead of just, you know, chill. <laughs> instead of just making it, you know, one of those little heist movies where you can kind of predict where the end goes, they twisted it up a little bit. Um, And it was cool. There's a part of that twist that was annoying, though. Like I said, my boy 50 Cent needed some more lines because he was lacking in that department. The final heist took way too long, and like the initial part of it was kind of confusing and boring, but it was still kind of cool at the same time. It was just, it was like, all right, y'all, y'all don't have no plan of succeeding in this, uh, this heist, do you? This just it ain't starting out well. Uh, the movie included a bunch of scenes that had nothing to do with the plot. There's a scene where you meet Fifty Cent's uh, daughter's boyfriend in the movie, and like threatens him. That literally has nothing else to do with the whole oh, yeah, movie. That's what they was talking about on the Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm, that scene, you literally never meet his family ever again. That was like <laughs> some some added character development that wasn't necessary to the story. You could have put that on the bonus uh, the bonus features for the on the Blu-ray or something. And all in all, like the movie had good intentions to be like a good heist movie, but some odd story additions. Wasn't enough violence, not enough thrills. I mean, the little shootout the end was good, but other than that. It just lacked in the department. So, you know, it was what it was. Needed more 50. And <laughs> last but not least, watched the Maze Runner Scorch Trials in preparation for <laughs> Maze Runner Death Care, which I didn't watch yet. So I just watched Scorch Trials again. I'm like, huh, Dylan O'Reilly looks very young compared to what he looked like in American Assassin and what he looks like in Death Care. So, I mean, it was cool. You know, it's not as good as The Maze Runner, but, you know, had a lot of Dylan O'Brien running scenes. He could, te he could teach Ansel a couple things about running, yeah. if he could teach him anything. And then, I, th I think I enjoyed it. I not like, super enjoyed it. It did its best what it could with them just running around the scorch, avoiding Wicked. But all in all, it was, it was just cool. Just, but not seen those movies. I mean, you're not missing much. I, you could literally just watch The Maze Runner to get the best portion of the movie and then not see how, how it all resolves itself. All right, that's all I watched. Um, just got one past episode reflection. I was li I listened to the last episode, but I wasn't intent on like wasn't super into it when I was listening to it. So I can't. I honestly don't know if we did the Blu-ray segment because once I got to the end, I don't remember hearing it. I'm about to just get rid of that segment <laughs> because I'm never going to remember it. So that's the only one I have. All right, we got another special episode for you, but before we do that, you got any games or whatnot uh, for us? You know what it is. It's about to be a boy fight. You and your, your impersonation of me. This is the game where I name two actors and a type of fight. And he has to tell me who would win and why. It's about to be a 
boy fight. First fight, you got Jonah Hill versus Josh Gad in a pillow fight. <laughs> All right, Jonah Hill at his fluffy state or his current state. So skinny, but got the, the skin everywhere. <laughs> I feel like he'll be a little, he'll probably get exhausted more, taking all that weight off of him is, is a task. Mm-hmm. But Josh Gad seems like he's been around the block when it came to pillow fights before. <laughs> so I'm going to give it to, I'm going to give it to Josh Gad. All right, Josh Gad. Just gets, off of familiarity in the sport. And I'm thinking if I find all my notes for it that I've done on these. All the winners, I'll do a tournament. (laughs) 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 Uh, Put them on like a video game or something. Mm -hmm. So who'd you say win? Joshua Eileen Gad. (laughs) So Josh Gad (laughs) moves on and he could... Upset. Who did I put in the last ones? Because who could he be possibly... I remember Michael B got knocked yep. out by Jake Jilly. He would go against Jake Jilly. Jake Jilly would give him the pause in know. any form or fashion. <laughs> Kittens. Uh, I say pause and fashion. It's about to be a boy fight. We got Toby McGuire, who we mentioned, versus Andrew Garfield, Battle mm-hmm. of the Spider-Mans, in a Nerf gun fight. I feel like Andrew Garfield seems like he got more of the playful type in him. Even though when you watch interviews with him, he seems very serious. <laughs> he doesn't come off the same way he comes off in movies. Toby Maguire rode with Leo. And they got on yachts. And they got to have a couple Desis on the yachts. So he probably, Toby used to rail guns. Andrew Garfield seems like he's more in tune with the, the Nerf guns. So I'm going to go with uh Andrew Garfield. So Andrew Garfield gets that one. Toby Maguire also seems like he would actually try to shoot webs from his wrist. That's how <laughs> <laughs> That's how much the Spider-Man fame seemed like it was going to him. Uh, it's about to be a man. fight. The last fight for this week, we got Arnaz okay. <laughs> versus Brandon T. Jackson in an MMA fight. That's Robert Richard, all the way. Okay. Arnez. Because <laughs> you've seen. I have not <laughs> seen just... all of it. <laughs> if you're talking about your favorite movie, nah. Chocolate City. Nah. And you I've never even, seen that movie. You even said Chocolate, I never seen that movie. You even said Chocolate City 2 was better than the first no, one. No, I didn't. <laughs> I said I had a better cast. I think. I don't. Yeah, I mean, just I, off. Of, just off of this, I just looked at the cast. What makes you want. say the cast is better? Just the names. Right. I think. Uh, who was in this? Some familiar person was in the second one. I'm just was going. Genuine. I know. Take. They taking these. I think Genuine is in one of them. I never seen it. Every time I skim past it on BT. Yeah. Because I don't, I never seen the whole thing. But yeah, you seen this whole movie. I'm going with Arnez. Brandon right. T. Jackson looks look a little too scrawny. All right, so Arnaz gets the win, and that was boy fight for this week. Man fight. All right. I ain't got no more games. All right. So speaking of games, Monopoly, we, uh, <laughs> well, if y'all listen to, <laughs> y'all listen to one of our episodes at the top of last year, we did a NBA Awards episode, which was, uh, we took, the the NBA awards that go on in the NBA, and then we switched them to go into the whole 
movie universe. So you got your MVPs, your Defensive Player of the Year, your Rookie of the Year. We took all those awards and we put it to where we give an actors or actresses those awards. Which one was the Sixth Man again? Is that supporting actor? Yeah. All right, I ain't write that down. So I'll go through. I'll name them all, and then I'll name them all, and then I'll give who we gave last year. Okay. And then we can go through and give our choices. So. Since we NBA fans around here, we taking every major NBA award and we putting it to work with movies somehow. So first up, you got MVP, most valuable player, aka who had you know the best year in your in your eyes when it comes to somebody in the movie industry. Then you got Rookie of the Year, one of a newcomer actor or actress who had the best uh, year from the newbies. Can be somebody who you know. Had a couple movies, but like really just stepped into the limelight or somebody who was just in their first movie. Then you got Defensive Player of the Year. That's like Best Action Star. Mm-hmm. You know, getting down with the physicality. Then we got Sixth Man of the Year. That's somebody who was a supporting actor throughout the year who did a good job that you want to highlight. Then we got Most Improved Player of the Year. An actor you felt like stepped their game up in the past year. Then we got Coach of the Year. A.K.A. Director of the Year, so the <laughs> best director of the year in your opinion. And then we got the All-NBA First Team, which you give uh, five people from the movie industry that you would say did the best job or the your favorite jobs of the year. So that's our NBA Awards. And then we have our WNBAs, a.k.a. <laughs> our Razzies. <laughs> you don't got to stand for women. WNBA could be like, you know, worst worst. version of the NBA. You know, I know it's time's up. So, yeah, uh, worst <laughs> National Basketball Association. Yeah. We could we could easily switch it to the G League, but <laughs> yeah. But uh, we got the least valuable player, so an actor who did awful mm-hmm. this past year, worst rookie of the year, <laughs> a newcomer who stunk up the joint, defensive player of the year. You know, a, a person action star who was a garbage that you want to highlight. Then we got. The worst sixth man of the year, somebody who's had some supporting turns or won a supporting turn and you know didn't bring the A game. Then we got least improved player of the year, an actor who really stepped it down a notch <laughs> the past year. Then we got the worst coach of the year, a director who stunk up the joint. Mm-hmm. And then you got your all WNBA last team, <laughs> and that's five individuals you want to highlight who did not have the best year. So now we- mine. My all NBA, all WNBA. I didn't put directors or nothing in there. Okay. So I just went actors. Okay. I was going to put directors in there. Oh, and the, you said your last, your teams? Yeah. Yeah, I just put all actors okay. in Um. All right. So let me highlight what we did because we only did one episode of this so far. That was at the top of last year. So I'm going to give y'all each of our choices for each. Um. Each award before we give y'all the 2017 or 18, however you want to look at it, version. Yeah, that's very weird. How, I don't know how. <laughs> yeah. This is 2017 there. All right. So, for MVP, last year I went with Ryan Gosling. Okay. Because he had La La Land and the, and the Nice Guys. You went with Ryan Reynolds for his Deadpool standout performance. Rookie of the year, I went with Angerine Rice. Because she was in The Nice Guys and she did a great job standing opposite of Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. You went with Tom Holland. I think because he got Spider-Man attention. Off the- <laughs> <laughs> I must have been like, can't thank nobody. Uh, defensive player of the year. 
I would. So is that going to mark out a potential? <laughs> ah, forget it. It's all right. We look, look at it we'll different see. ways. We'll see. Yeah. Look. <laughs> A defensive player of the year, I went with Ben Affleck because he was the one of the standouts in a movie nobody remembers, Batman vs. Superman. Uh-huh. And he did a great job in The Accountant. You went with Chris Evans for Civil War, his okay. performance in there. For six Man, I went with Naomi Harris because she did a great job in Moonlight. Oh, yeah. And I forget the other performance she did a good job in. And you went with Aaron Taylor Johnson for his great turn in Nocturnal right. Animals. Did Aaron Taylor Johnson not give us one in 2017? I don't think so. He must have been. Don't like that. Him and his uh, old Older. wife must have been chillaxing, looking over scripts. <laughs> All right. For most improved player, I went with Ryan Reynolds because obviously he stepped up his game with Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Brought himself back to the A-list. You went with Ryan Reynolds as well. So he walked away with two awards from Dang. you. Coach of the year, I went with James Wan because he killed it with The Conjuring 2. And you went with the Russo brothers for their directing of Civil War. For the first team, I went with Ryan Gosling, Jake Gilly, Amy Adams. Okay. Because she, uh, we all know what Jake Gyllenhaal did last year. Uh You know, uh, he had good movies. I don't remember Demolition and uh, (laughs) Nocturnal Animals. There you go. Uh, Amy Adams, she had Nocturnal Animals and Arrival, Emma Stone, Academy Award winner for La La Land. (laughs) And Seth Rogen, because uh, Neighbors 2 and Sausage Party. Oh, yeah. And you went with Seth Rogen as well. Will Smith for his uh, performance in Suicide Squad. And your favorite movie of last year, the movie where he was talking to the fillings. I <laughs> forgot all about that movie. Like the rest of the world did. Ryan Reynolds, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, because of Cloverfield, or 10 Cloverfield Lane. And Benedict Cumberbatch for his performance as Doctor Strange. Now we get to our... I was about to say, what movie did I choose him for? <laughs> and then for our WNBA, least valuable player, I went with Melissa McCarthy. Because she had, uh, what was that, whack, Ghostbusters. And she had something else that year. Went, did the boss come out last year? <laughs> My ass. Yeah, she had something else whack. And then you gave it to your boy Alex Rowe. Because uh, it was at the f- fifth wave. Fourth or fifth? Fifth. Some wave that Toby McGuire produced. Next. Toby? <laughs> Seeing how he acted. <laughs> yeah. He, he was. He threatened her. He told her, we're going to have to put a cap on how much money you get from <laughs> it's her poker league or whatever. He letting being friends with Leo get to his head. He that one friend that thinks they the famous person. Or the, the big shot. And he was. And this took. This took place in 2010 or something. Yeah, it was way past his. He was a wildin'. Way past his Spider-Man days. All right, for a rookie of the year, I went with your boy Jesse T. Usher because he he had uh, Independence Day Resurgence. (laughs) And he did, uh, what was that, Christmas or Thanksgiving movie? Another Christmas? After Christmas? One of those. Almost Christmas. This Christmas. <laughs> I thought this Christmas was the one with Chris Brown. <laughs> yeah, this Christmas. Then what is this one called? It's it starts with an A and then it's Christmas. All I'm I know is going Black Christmas. <laughs> basically, well, your boy they already made Black Christmas. That movie other, sucked. Oh, I'm talking about all the other Black Christmas. Uh, <laughs> black Christmas, but that also <laughs> was whack. The horror movie nobody remembers. Black Christmas was a terrible. 
Charles Barkley. Um, you uh, went with had a double decker here. Alex Rowe for his second straight award. <laughs> Defensive player of the year went with Henry Cavill because of Batman vs Superman. And you went with <laughs> Ansel Elgort. <laughs> I don't know what he put out last year. <laughs> well, it was something. It had to be something whack. My man, was it Divergent last year? Nah, it's been off the tables for a couple Ooh, years. What did he do? What did Ansel do last year? I don't think he did anything. <laughs> he just got it. Yeah. <laughs> Catch a stray bullet. <laughs> and then six man, I gave it to Toby Keeble, Kebble, Kibbles and Bits. Cause I know he had at least been her. Yeah. And I wasn't feeling that. And you gave it to your boy Romney Malco. For uh, what's that one movie he did with Morris Sweet Chestnut? When the bow breaks, the fact that you were able to say that title that quickly, yikes! Who else was in that movie? Regina Hall. Okay, yep, that was that was her. Oh yeah, because she was barely in the movie. She went on a trip, took a am scray. Where's that one girl who was said introducing Jasmine something something something? That was, her, that was her introduction <laughs> and, her and c- goodbye. <laughs> like nah, you don't want to introduce yourself to this type of movie. All right, least improved player. I went with Matthew McConaughey. Uh, what whack movie was he putting out last year? Something stinky. And you went with Jared Leto because of a Suicide Squad performance. Um, coach of the worst coach of the year, I went with Roland Emmerich because he directed uh, Independence Day Resurgence, and I feel like he did something else, but I can't remember. And you went with, and I quote, the Ice Age Collision Course directors. <laughs> Didn't even look up their names. That's how whack they were. They don't get no name recognition. All right, for the last team, I went with Melissa McCarthy. Kate McKinnon, because they, they put up that uh, garbage performance in uh, Ghostbusters. Toby Kibble, Kibble, Kibbles and Bits. <laughs> Christina Hendricks. What did she do that was whack last year? Uh, ain't no telling. <laughs> yeah, she's always got a bad performance under her it belt. was that one movie? Was it The Neon Demon? Was, was, that? She in, was that last year? That didn't she do a comedy too? She did that for 2017. That was uh, Fist Fight. Uh, okay, so I could have nominated her this year, but I didn't. <laughs> uh, and then Tyler Ferry, I guess for Boo Medea. Uh, you went with Alex Rowe, mm-hmm. Ray Romano, <laughs> Cara Delevingne, Romney Malco, and <laughs> the Asian from Edge of Seventeen. <laughs> These people was getting no names. <laughs> was getting no name recognition. Dang. Oh, man. That's funny. Y'all are trash. The Can. Director, uh, the director's from Ice Age, Collision Course, and the Asian from Edge of 17. Oh, man. All right. So that was our from 2017? I guess that was our 2017 NBA Awards. But. For 2016. Yeah. And then now we're about to give you our 2018 NBA awards from 2017 movies. All right. You want to give us your MVP, most ballinest player, make my own moves, call, call me the, the mayor. mayor, Monday night, you know what I think? 
What is that song? Welcome to Atlanta? Yeah. Okay. JD's verse? <laughs> or Luda's? Welcome to Atlanta. Now that's JD, I think. Okay. Because Ludacris came in chopping. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, Luda. Come back. <laughs> All right. My MVP. Granted, I flew through and did these. So looking back at them, I'm like, I don't know. But first thought, without looking at notes, this person had two movies. Mm-hmm. One of them was in my top ten. Mm-hmm. So because of that, and only never seen the second movie. You about to say Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman <laughs> gets MVP. Okay. Have I seen uh, Dancing and Singing? Nope. <laughs> the Greatest Showman. But because people seem like that. They're still making money. Yeah. And I really enjoyed Logan. Okay. This he, is put up, he put up the biggest, well, I wouldn't say biggest stats, but as far as movies, mm-hmm. he put two big ones on the board. That's a good choice. I could easily have said Vin Diesel, but, you know, that's yeah. life. Yeah, Groot. three movies. Yeah. But yeah, he was baby Groot. And that's Groot like a half. Very, that's light for him. That's, yeah. He'd do that, play with the kids and <laughs> right. go sending voice up. notes. <laughs> so I went with Hugh Jackman. All right. You went with Hugh Jackman. I went with the person who came in number one on my actor power rankings for 2017. You can see the full list on icmovies.wordpress.com where you can also vote for the nominees in the icmovies.wordpress. Nope, that's not a, that's not the title. The IC Movie Awards for <laughs> 2018 are the fourth annual joints, all on icmovies.wordpress.com. But my MVP is Jake Gyllenhaal. He, he can get it every year. Mm-hmm. He just he's always good unless unless Leo or Michael B want to challenge him. They Michael, both came incorrect this, this past year. Yeah, Michael B. He got Black Panther. Oh, yeah. He got a TV show, and he got. Is that Fahrenheit movie a TV show or a, uh, I mean, is that thing a movie or a TV show? And Michael Shannon is putting out a lot of stuff. Lately. I don't know how he does that. He's becoming one of the most active individuals out here. I just started that new limited series. He's on Waco. It's like a six part joint with your boy oh, yeah. Taylor Kitsch. That's pretty. The first episode was good. Taylor Kish is on there. Yeah, that was, that's, that was almost a drawback of me to, from watching <laughs> it. But then I was like, but this is about a cold guy with religion, you know, siege. So I'm going to watch it. But, um, yeah, I went with Jake Gyllenhaal because I really enjoyed his performance and Stronger. Felt like he got uh, snubbed from some awards this all, this season. But what's new, he also was did a great job in his little small part in Akja. He did Life. Even though he was just playing a straight man there, he like he just literally went in and cash check and left. But in my opinion, he still had a great Jake Gyllenhaal esque year, and he had a great interview with Margot Robbie. You can check that on oh, YouTube yeah. somewhere. So that is my MVP for 2018. All right, rookie of the year, who you got? Well, this is where it gets very murky <laughs> waters, but I'm going to do like the uh, Joel Embiid role because I also gave rookie of the year. Last year and this year to Tom Holland. Two-time rookie of the year. <laughs> look, at, look at Tom. That's how good his performance was. Because, for one, did I even remember that I gave him rookie of the year last year? <laughs> no. And how would I? He didn't put out, uh, well, Civil War, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's probably why. Okay. So, 
why didn't I even remember that? But looking at my list of the actors I like this year, he's the he's done the least movies. Couldn't really give it to. Oh, I ain't mean to put him. I'm gonna put Daphne Keen. Okay, that's, a, that's also a very dang. I for, forgot she was a newbie. I should have went with her. All right, Daphne King, because of her great Logan performance. Yeah, I'm doing Daphne King. All right. Since I didn't go with Tom Holland last year, I went with Tom Holland this <laughs> year. He got a either way. Two time rookie. Yeah, two time rookie of the year winner. You can net you that's a that's an accolade. Ain't nobody say, ever done we that. Need, we we need to keep these stats and make a mm-hmm. big chart two time yeah, winner. Ain't nobody gonna top that unless I forget that Daph- you gave Daphne Kane last year. And she then, new movie? Yeah, I called her Daphne Kane as if she's a Danity Kane member. Was all their last names Kane? Is that the, like Busy Bone, uh, Don Kane, Aubrey O'Kane, Don Kane, <laughs> Don Kane's on. He would be a sweet rapper. And it's that new Don Kane. Yeah, everybody like his mixtapes, but the album ain't that. Yeah, right. it's what's like, the other ones' names? Olivia. What's the black ones? D Woods Kane. D Woods Kane. And D Kane. One starts with an A. And there's the Oh, Shannon Kane. Shannon Kane. And who's the little The one that miniature. looks she starts with an A. Andrea? Andre? Adriana? It starts it sounds like something like that. Adriana Kane. Adriana. It sounds like a mafia family. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I went with Tom Holland because uh, his great performance as Peter Parker slash Speedy Speedy Claxton Spider Man. If, <laughs> if Tom Holland played Speedy Claxton in a Speedy Claxton story, why? He better have a crazy upbringing like uh, yeah. Karan Butler's has. But then when he gets to the NBA, it's not gonna be like a spectacular yeah, story. It's like, all right, he made it. He stepped from the court, movie goes off. <laughs> But yeah, for his Speedy Claxton, his great Spider-Man performance and him carrying that film, so I'm giving it to Tom Holland. All right, Defensive Player of the Year, who you rolling with? For my Defensive Player of the Year, I went with Jason Statham. Okay, because he put up Ben Wallace numbers and uh, uh, Fate of the Furious. <laughs> I liked uh, his action performances in those movies, and he was uh, back to form. To the Jason Statham we knew before he went on that streak of bad movie after bad movie. <laughs> so I gave it to Jason Statham. All right, Jason Statham, Defensive Player of the Year. My choice came down to two individuals, Dwayne Johnson mm-hmm. and Keanu Reeves. Dwayne Johnson had mad movies. He was one of the better parts of Baywatch. He had The Fate of the Furious, where he had great action scenes in that. And he did another great movie, which is passing exceeding my expectations like crazy because originally i don't know if i said on the podcast or off air i was like i don't know why they putting out jumanji around star wars it's gonna Uh get blasted it ain't gonna make no money that movie doing so well they talking about going up against it again in 2019 to the day (laughs) (laughs) let's go heads up with star wars y'all doing well now but between dwayne johnson and Keanu Reeves. Did I say both? Did I say both their names? Uh huh. Okay. So ultimately, even though Keanu Reeves had a great action movie with John Wick too, Dwayne Johnson might have not had a better movie, but I feel like he gave he you know had more output in 2017 quality output. Even though Baywatch, I wouldn't call it a good movie. 
I'm going to go with Dwayne Johnson for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. All right. Sixth Man of the Year. Who you got? For Sixth Man. Who was that? For Sixth Man of the Year, it was tough. This came down to some heavy hitters in Hollywood and somebody who's newer to movies. But ultimately, just quickly going through it, I went with Lil Rel. Okay. As the sixth man for his performance in Get Out, uh, two of my other options were Jamie Foxx and John Hamm. But I was like, let me just change it up because they have more potential to get a Leo B in the future. A uh, little Rogue got that movie with uh, Kyrie coming out. So yeah, like I said, <laughs> that movie could. We'll see Kyrie Irving's acting <laughs> performances. We already know what the Lakers did to him. I don't know what you're speaking of. I'll pull up highlights uh, when yeah. Kyle Kazuma was yamming on them. Uh, and then him and Stin- Kyrie and Steph put on a primetime performance oh, for the masses. No Kyle Kazuma. <laughs> okay. Where, where was Lonzo? Sitting on the bench prepping his Lithuania rap performance? Yeah, he going to shut it down. Oh, gosh. All right, so you're going with Lil Rel for his performance in Get Out. Mm-hmm. Mine, and once again, came down to two individuals. Javier Bardem was my first one, because uh, I'm a show love to mother, <laughs> since the Razzies want to disrespect it. He did a good job in that. And another movie people forget that came out last year, Pirates of the Caribbean. It wasn't bad. It was, it was good in that movie. The movie wasn't bad. It was actually good. It was just like, it wasn't special. So he put out, he had two quality performances. And then I have another man who had one performance, but the performance was so good. He's fighting for this, and that's Sam Rockwell because of his great uh, three billboards in Ebbing, Missouri performance. So, one person has the better performance. One person has my number one movie for the year. It's tough. But Overcooked I'm, chicken. I don't think he caught the mic very good. He said tough. I, I said uh, overcooked chicken. No one wanted to hear that, so... Bars. I'm gonna go with Sam Rockwell here. Okay, I was leaning towards Javier, but Sam did such a great job in Three Billboards. He gets the choice there for me. All right, most improved player. We can fly through this. Who your most improved? We all know who the most improved player is, and that's King Ansel Elgert, the baby driver. Mr. Supernova, Mr. I stay in Supreme. Supernova is fire. <laughs> Flames. That's real whack. <laughs> I might have to pump some Supernova. I as well have gone with Ansel Elgert for his Renaissance performance in Baby Driver. Let's hope he can keep this up because he got the music constantly coming. Ooh. King Ansel album coming to you soon. <laughs> We really named it that. We <laughs> should just call it Supreme. King and Supreme. <laughs> Reign Supreme. I feel like Alice. I got my back stressed. Yeah. You want to grab this? You don't understand yeah. this. I keep it all pressed. Uh. I got my realness. Reading my manifest. I'll address your request. Yeah. I've been waking up dressed in sweat. Woo! All my dreams full of my regret. That's what I'm saying. Y'all can't get the hoe. Y'all got to go buy that. Yeah, go get that answer on iTunes. Listen to it on Spotify. Uh-huh. You know what I forgot? I don't know when we stopped, 
we stopped playing your songs at the end of these episodes. I mean, it was a while back, but it was just it wasn't even a smooth transition. I was just like one time put the song on the end. Oh yeah. And then just never did it I was again. About to say, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I just remember because it's still every time I put my uh, the description on my on ICC movies or whatever, it's I just copy and paste, so it's still on there. I was like, oh yeah, we forgot to we even playing songs in there. Forever. Uh, I don't want those played anyway. <laughs> I've got some new, some new fire it's extinguisher. A new fire extinguisher. Because this is fire extinguisher. What we want? I'd have said new fire. Somebody called nine one one. And I would have said fire. The fireman ain't there yet And then you said 911 I say Why Clef Someone Me. please call 911 I would have said Plane crash Because 911 is also 911 <laughs> You say 911 I say Robert Pattinson Because he was in some 911 movie back in the day You That's say a- Robert Pattinson And I say Where <laughs> are you where are you? Wait. Ooh, 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 ooh. I vividly remember it was a Super Bowl when they were in New Orleans. I don't know if New Orleans was in the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl was in New Orleans. And The Who was performing. And when they played that song, I was like, oh. I was like, I can see why they're doing that song in New Orleans. And I think your dad was like, why? I was like, because of the hook. New Orleans. New, new, new. <laughs> Young me come to find out that's not what they were saying. New Orleans. <laughs> new, 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 new. Dang, you look at... What's her name? Yeah, you couldn't even... <laughs> Lauren London. Yeah, I was about to say ATL girl. <laughs> Wait, they make ATL too, but Tip Harris <laughs> playing a high schooler. It was already bad when they were about to do it. If they waited all these years later, <laughs> it came back to it. Nah. Produced by William Smith. Sorry, Willard Smith, who has a very funny YouTube channel. <laughs> that, he, he looks old. He looks crazy. <laughs> All right, we got uh, Coach of the Year now. Who are you getting or giving Coach of the Year to? Coach of the Year, I had some great options. It could have went to Edgar Wright, Taika Waititi. <laughs> but I went with Jordan Peele. Okay. Just because of the technical stuff that went into writing this movie and Easter eggs and everything. Obviously, people like M. Night also had details in his. Edgar Wright always makes a great movie. M. Night could have been up there for most improved. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Last two. Well, last two times he yeah. put out movies. Cause before, he was. Whatever that last movie was called. He needed. To, he's doing good. He's taking his time. Oh, Glass or whatever this movie's called. They filmed that fast. Watch it be booty. 50-50 chance. Please don't let that be whack because Split was good. But yeah, I went with Jordan Pill. All right, myself. Going with my boy, Denise How do you pronounce his last name? Blade Runner 2049, one of the most beautifulest movies ever made, along with The Revenant. And the fact that he ain't getting no love for that movie is preposterous. <laughs> Tiger. So... so. <laughs> So I had to nominate or give my man this accolade. Also, Jordan Pill hit me up on Twitter and was talking about how he was upset that I snubbed him for the the nadies. <laughs> I had to say my bad, Playboy. I didn't mean to. So shout out to Jordan Pill. <laughs> this that's real news, no fake news. 
Um, <laughs> all right, who you got for your first team? My all NBA actor first team. Where is it? I got Tom Holland. All right, Tom Holland. Ansel Elgort. Okay. He jumped from a a stinker, yeah, up into the All NBA first team. James Franco. Okay. James McAvoy. Mm-hmm. And somebody who I almost didn't put on there, despite them getting MVP. <laughs> but Hugh Jackman. All right. So you got Tom Holland. Uh-huh. Ansel Elgort. Yep. James Franco. Uh-huh. Because of his disaster artist performance. Yep. And I made sure he got rewarded a Leo B because uh whatever. And he got a strip from that Vanity Fair cover. Yeah. They say uh, they saying your man is losing it behind the scenes. Uh he's gonna kill himself. Say, he seems like the person who would do Whoa. that. And that would be very sad and unfortunate. Put Dave in the Seth Rogan movies. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he got past the torch. Olympics. Dang it, I was about to say relay. Two. I don't remember Even that though they passed Olympics. Yeah, I remember <laughs> that one Olympics. <laughs> uh, imagine passing a hot torch on relay races. <laughs> Running with the flame blowing <laughs> back at you. Dang. But in one Olympics, they had uh, Muhammad Ali carry the torch. Nah, I was nervous. Flames. How did he not get some flames on his he arms? Looked, <laughs> he looked like in the Barnum and Bailey Circus when they be spinning them fire sticks in their hand the way he was shaking. Speaking of violence, this is a very weird transition. <laughs> Somehow it was on SpongeBob the other day, and there was the was it Sponge? No, I was on Instagram looking at a uh, Tristan Mays's page. You know Tristan Mays from uh, I thought MacGyver. You, I thought you was going to say. <laughs> Tristan Wilds. And I was like, no. like, of course. No, I was looking at young Mac Wilds. Play. I mean, that is my boy from 90210. You said Dixon. boyfriend? <laughs> I heard you say that was ah, my boyfriend. That was my boy from 90210. <laughs> that was my boyfriend. Nah, you got some weird ears. Nah. But I was looking at her page and she did this little video with her dog and the SpongeBob song where it's like, F is for friends who do, do stuff, stuff together. together. U, U is for you and me. M, M is for anyway. Oh, I said M. <laughs> this dude got a best fume. <laughs> he has fume. Uh, then when Plankton's part came F on. F is for fire that burns down the buildings. U is for uranium. Bombs. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> and then his end. What, what was... Oh, that one had me dying. N is for no survivors. This was a pilot. This was a kid show. There was so much on that show that was very bad. No survivors. That is violent. Oh, that had me rolling. All right, so your first team, you gave it to Tom Holland. Uh-huh. Ansel Elgert. Ansel. James Franco. Then we stopped at James McAvoy for his 26-something different performances in Split Bowling. And then, uh, <laughs> then last but right. not least, your MVP, Hugh Jackman. Yep. Congratulations to all them fellers. My first team, of course, the MVP, Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Next up, my defensive player of the year, Dwayne Johnson. Next up, my girl Jennifer Lawrence. She gonna she gonna get her a Rizzi, and she gonna get a a first team appearance for being in the best movie of 2017, in my humble opinion. Next up, we got Emma Stone. Can't keep my girl off. She got a good movie, Battle of the Sexes. Go check it out. And she got nominated for a Golden Globe. And then last but not least, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. For the very reason you gave it to him. Great performance in Logan. A nice little send-off. And he got another movie out. Yep. The Greatest Showman. Two then. things. <laughs> Two things that people like is better than one thing. Mm-hmm. I almost gave it to Vin Diesel. Similar to you did because he... Fade and Furious, of course. Mm-hmm. Triple X, which uh, people forget came out of the top of the year. Which had Vin Diesel in a more happier state. And Baby Group. So, but I was like... Yeah, Vin Diesel, he can get, you know, he he could be on that every year. So I'm gonna give that to Hugh Jackman this time around. All right, congratulations to all those winners. Now let's move on to our WNBA, aka our version of the Razzies, the WNBA Awards. Let's start out with your least valuable player. Who's getting that LVP? This was tough. This was between two people. All right, who was the two people? And I still, at this moment, I can't decide. But the two people was. Nina Dobrev, <laughs> okay, because she had Flatliners mm-hmm. and she had another movie. Was that last year? Yeah, that was last year. Triple X was last year, wasn't it? Oh yeah, she was in Triple X, and she had she had Flatliners. <laughs> that shows you and, why she. Should, I remember everybody else from that movie and Triple X. <laughs> the other option was and this was when I went back to. I'm like, I forgot about him. Dane DeHaan. Mm-hmm. Dane DeHaan had Valerian. A cure for wellness. And a cure for wellness. And so I was like, who's, which one is, who got the worst? <sighs> All right, so let me just go, which was the worst movie? You know what? Because Dane DeHaan's name isn't at the end of the show. <laughs> yet. He got one more. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving him one more chance. Yeah, if he, the next movie he drops is a stinker. Because even Ansel got his name erased from there in a bad way. So I'm going to give it to Nina Dobrev. All right, my girl Nina Dobrev. But Dane, you came so close. Oh, he didn't come close. He got it. I'm giving it to Dane to hunt. All right, cool. Now that's a way for both of them to get it. Now I feel better. Yeah, y'all both get the light shine on y'all because I had to sit through a cure for wellness. (laughs) I didn't see that. That was pure torture. On top of trying to watch him and. Cara Delevingne have chemistry on screen. That was a struggle in yeah. itself. He looks like a 40-year-old, 20-year-old. Yeah, he he got some thinking to do. He got some life restruc- or career restructuring he need to go on in 2018 because 2017 was rough for my boys. Dog. So, so Dane DeHaan, you getting my least valuable player award for this year. Congratulations. So you and Nina Dobrev, Kudos to y'all too. All right, rookie of the year. This was a tough one for me. Uh-huh. Who'd you go with? Rookie of the year. I could not figure out someone. So I was like, somebody good is about to catch a bullet because they did one thing bad <laughs> and they were, and it wasn't even completely terrible, but it also was the only movie where I could think of somebody who had a fresh face. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to keep looking. I can, let me see. Off the top, could I find something Toupé. better? <sighs> nope, I didn't feel like looking off the top. Toupé. So, 
I went with Zoe Dooch Okay. Or whatever. Yeah, she did before I fall. That's the only reason she was a more fresher face than. She does really have that fresh face appeal, even though she did like three movies uh-huh. in 2016. I'm like, if she feel kind of new, and I can't go. Who was new in Flatliners? No one. Who was new in uh, The Circle? Them was all very established actors. Yeah. Valerian, who's new? I could have forced Cara uh, Delevingne when she did three movies last year, <laughs> or 2016 alone. Yeah. That brings me to Before I Fall. They seem pretty new. Yeah. Uh, downsizing didn't have no... I could have went with that Asian lady in Downsizing for sounding like a cartoon <laughs> version. She sounded straight out of when they adapt Bruce Lee movies to America. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, so, well, yep, I went with Zoe D. Alright, you went with Zoe. I'm going with your girl Matilda Lutz from Rings. <laughs> that came out last year? Mm-hmm, the top of the year. Yeah, February, I want to say. And that Yikes. movie was Cheeks. Her performance was very Cheeks. And oh, yeah, we about to go through any of these scary movies and oh, find yeah. somebody new that was garbage. I went to the bottom of my list. I was like, nah, Rooney Mara, she established, so I can't put her. Everybody in Flatliners is established. I can't uh-huh. do them. And that led me to rings. I, tr- I tried to not give it to her. I was like, let me see if somebody else, m- more of a name I can give it to. But everything pointed to Matilda. And I looked up. She had some movies. One movie that only one of the other movies that had a, IM, or a Wikipedia page is like a Italian movie and she had like a short film and she got a bunch of other movies that no one's ever heard of not a bunch like a few other and this was like her big major quote unquote major movie so Matilda Lutz Fear Atrocious Performance and Rings and for that movie being atrocious on its own you're getting my worst rookie of the year alright here's another tough category for me let's see about you defensive player of the year who was your WDP uh this was tough at first when I was thinking of it, so I went backwards in my order. When I hit the first action action movie, I picked the worst person in it. And for and this one could have been I forget how I chose this person over the other person in the movie, despite the other person being nominated for something higher, but I went with Cara Delevingne okay. because it was the WNBA. So I'm like, I put a woman in there then. But obviously, Dane DeHaan could have got it, but Cara Delevingne is getting it for Because Dane DeHaan, I feel like, action. He could, I don't know. He's done an action thing yeah. before. Cara Delevingne, on the other hand, was coming off of failing with Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. And then she comes back with another action movie. Well, mm-hmm. action-ish movie. And then what? does bad in this, too. Well, yeah, hopefully she's done with those. Yep, she got this Justin, uh, I mean, not Justin, Jaden Smith movie coming. Two that weirdos. Should, that should be very interesting. We'll see. All right, so you're going with Cara Delevingne. Mm-hmm. This one I had to end up rolling with somebody I actually really like just because how they made him look in this movie. <laughs> Idris Elba. Okay. Because how uncool and how the action was so whack in the Dark Tower and how they wanted that movie to be a setup to more movies to come. And now that being, wait, yeah, that was the worst Stephen King adapted movie of 2017. And the home, fact that he had three? Yeah, homie had a lot. So, 
And he just was a leader in that movie. I, yep. You got to take the bullet for the movie being whack, unfortunately. So, Idris Alba, you getting my worst defensive player of the year. All right, here was another tough one for me. I had to give another time. I had to give it to somebody I like, but I mean, I can't be, I can't be too biased. So, but who you going with for your worst six man? Worst six man that goes to the MVP, Nina Dobrev, because <laughs> she was also a co-star, and oh, yeah. she wasn't the star of the movie. Mm-hmm. Therefore, she what? gets the six man. It's debatable if she wasn't the star of Flatliners. Yeah, that is true. I would like to think that she wasn't, but that plot at the end surely tried to force her to be the lead. That's true, but I'll go off of name because ain't no way you putting that. You putting yeah, Nina Dobrev <laughs> and then Flatliner titles. Yeah, you ain't uh, Nina Dobrev and Flatliners. You ain't That's no, dangerous. You get no views. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> only views you getting is from the people who watch them CW shows that whatever show she's from. What show is she from? Vampire Diaries. Gossip Girl. Gossip Girl. One of those shows. It feel like it had to be on the CW. Yeah. She could join the cast of Riverdale and it would probably Easy. fit in. And that's a good show. What does she do now? She just do movies? I guess. Yeah, she's an actor extraordinaire. She need a TV show. Hey. All right, so you're riding with Nina Dobrev for yeah. her awful performance in Flatliners <laughs> and her forgettable presence in Triple X. Uh-huh. I'm going with, some, like I said, with somebody I actually like. But I can't, I can't be uh, all signs pointed to her. I'm going with Nina Dobrev's co-star in Flatliners, Kiersey Clemens. Uh, this was tough. She did Flatliners. I purposely ignored it. I ain't giving nothing to Kiersey. I tried not to, but I couldn't find anybody else who was as uh-huh. deserving. <laughs> she was in Flatliners. Why? She was also in The Only Living Boy in New York, which was another movie I <laughs> didn't really like. And I liked the cast. Her, Kate Beckinsale. I was like, oh, that's going to be a good movie. Nah. And she got her part cut out of Justice League. Now that's that was that was what was leading me towards giving her the the L. Yeah, I saw that clip online. That line was supposed to be in, the, or that scene was supposed to be in the movie, and it wasn't. So unfortunately, you gotta give or get my worst six man of the year. Hopefully, you can take this on the chin and bounce back. Bungee cord. Might as well much better. So unfortunately, I gotta give it to Kiersey Clemens. All right, here we go. Least improved player of the year. Who you going with? That goes directly to Ellen Page because <laughs> All right, good choice. she was a very well-respected actress and did the worst movie, of arguably the worst movie of the year, started it. Her acting wasn't up to par. Uh, other people that could have possibly got it was John Boega or... And I didn't feel comfortable giving it to Emily Watson because, like, she didn't do great, but it's not like she did terrible more of the movie than anything. True. And so, she had uh, one of the highest grossing movies. Yeah, and I was out there, like, let me cut that out. So, and that's why it goes to Ellen Page. Dang, Ellen. What happened to them Juno days? Whatever them other movies. Whip It. Was it? Was she in Whip It? Whip It. Uh, and. Inception. I almost said insidious. <laughs> that could have been her too. She could have played the <laughs> lipstick face demon. Um, all right, I had two choices I was riding with here. I was thinking about going with Dane DeHaan because he has shown some massive uh, <laughs> D improvements. Is that a word? <laughs> Even D improving. 
<laughs> but ultimately, I was like, I already gave Dane DeHaan an award, so time to sh- sh- <laughs> share the love if it's close. Somebody else I like, Ben Stiller. Had to give it to my guy, Ben Stiller, because he didn't have a good year, in my opinion. Brad's status, I thought, was a wiggity-wiggity. And the Meyerowitz story was a boring. <laughs> so, you had two, even though Dane DeHaan, his movies, what is his movie? No, I would think probably Ben Stiller's average was worse than Dane DeHaan's. Dane DeHaan had the worst movie with a care for wellness, but Brad status and the Meyerowitz stories are altogether lower than uh, care for wellness and Valerian, so... Had a ride with Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller got a bunch of great movies under his belt. Meet the Parents, Tropic Thunder, just to name a couple off the top. And I like Ben Stiller, one of the best, um, in my opinion, one of the best comedic actors. I mean, he dropped Zoolander, Zoolander number two just a year ago. <laughs> and that was a hilarious movie. I don't care what nobody says. But then he came back this year with two uh, serious duds. So you getting least improved player for me, Ben Stiller. That's right, sad. All right, my. <laughs> I was about to say my first. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Off the jump. That's the that's the, what the war is called. It's named after him. But all right, who is your worst coach of the year? My worst coach of the year goes to Niels Arden Oplev. Is he director of Flatliners? Director of Flatliners. <laughs> that's what I'm putting it as. Flatliners rocked up some awards this year. Yeah, they, they the Bruno Mars or the. Winning MVP. <laughs> the Leo B NBA Awards. Six man. Worst improved and worst coach. Yeah, they stunk it up. <laughs> Fart. <laughs> that was whack. I'm on. 100. Huh, so you go with the director of Flatliners. Yep. I'm going with your boy, Michael Bay. Cause his- Is that just what you call him? No. Michael Bay. Nah. That's your bae? Michael Angelo Bay. If his middle <laughs> name was Angelo. Because his directing job on the last Transformers movie, The Last Night, was uh, uh, pitiful. The constant back and forth from the IMAX camera to your regular camera to your IMAX camera to your regular camera just looked atrocious. And the fact that he can't come up with a new storyline for them movies by now, can't make them look any different. Is a sad. So, Michael Bay, you getting that from me, sir. Sorry. I feel like Michael Bay produced a good movie like It. But he probably didn't. <laughs> I'm just I'm just naming His stuff. Name do be on stuff every now and then. Alright, so last but not least, we got the last team. Who's getting your all WNBA last team? We got Nina Dobrev. Of course. Dane DeHaan. Of course. Cara Delevingne. Ooh, got a got a two co-stars there. Mm-hmm. Ellen Page. Okay. And what's his name? Siren Hines, aka Steppenwolf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. They don't get away. Justice. I didn't want to allow Justice League to get, get out Scott clean. Frank. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what was the worst? I should have gave worst director to Josh Whedon. If we keep it that is depressing. Yeah, uh, my, when they showed the way the Steppenwolf looked, I didn't realize he was going to change the complete way people looked in it. 
That's sad. <laughs> Zack Snyder's had like more of a like monster look, not less of a human face. <laughs> and Joss Whedon like we need to we need to humanize this movie yeah. to get the to get people on our side. Oh man! All right, so you got Nina Dobrev, Dane DeHaan, uh-huh. Cara Delevingne, uh-huh. Ellen Page, yep, and Sierran Hines. Some C I A R A N. Eh. All right, Steppenwolf. Yeah, Steppenwolf from Justice League. <laughs> so I'm, we've been seeing a nice little pattern from Flatliners and Valerian. Uh huh. Are the big winners here? All right, for me, also got Dane DeHaan, my <laughs> my LVP, uh, Ben Stiller. Okay. Unfortunately, Nina Dobrev again. <laughs> this one was these last these last ones were tough. I had to make some changes here, and I'm still not completely sure who my last one's going to be. But my fourth person, Casey Affleck, because you dropped the worst movie of the year, in my opinion. You had a, a bed sheet over your head the whole time, and I bet he wish he has a bed sheet over his head right yeah. now, over here dropping out of the Oscars, because that would have been very awkward if really he <laughs> gave the like best. The time's up. <laughs> yeah, they would have been boom through his whole performance. Yeah, Casey act like all right. The winner for best actress is that have been. <laughs> yeah, that's embarrassing. Yeah, so he got out of dodge. So the fact that he's charger, the fact that he's been stiff arming or been silent and stiff arming all these. Sean Lynch. He's been able to avoid all of this <laughs> this uh, sexual assault slander that should have came his way last year. Man, if he would have done so it this lucky. year, Ugh, so. He getting it, and James Franco over here about to kill himself. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Six. Um, uh, shout out to Taylor Lautner, who at any moment could be on this list if he just puts something up. <laughs> if he just breathes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and I got two candidates vying for my fifth spot. Somebody I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Because her taking that ghost in the shell row and trying to convince us that that wasn't whitewashing. That was last year? Yep. Jeez. <laughs> and for doing the whack version of Girls Trip with Rough Night. She could be on it. <laughs> and then this last guy, he made a quick appearance, put the Cosby sweater on, got the jerry curl, and it dipped. Pooch <laughs> If I can find a way to get Pooch some recognition. Pooch Hall. <laughs> I'm going to try my hardest. I should have had him fight our now. <laughs> that's, that's a fair battle. Yeah. <laughs> One-on-one versus the game. Yeah. Hey, ooh, black, underrated black TV show bracket. Cuts number one seed. <laughs> uh, but ultimately, I just wanted to say Pooch Hall's name. But keeping up Pooch. with <laughs> keeping up with the tradition... Uh, people I like being on here this time around. I'm going with Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett, because Ruff fell off. As I said when Rough Night came out, like I like you, Scarlett Johansson, but you doing comedies or trying to be the lead of comedies when you ain't backed by that much of a funny crew. Yeah, that's very weird. Wasn't rocking with it, but when Girls Trip came out, made y'all's Girls Trip look even worse. <laughs> and you weren't ghosting the show. Can't deny it. So I'm going with you. So once again, I my last team, I got Dane DeHaan, Ben Stiller, Nina Dobrev, Casey Affleck, and Scarlett Johansson. Con- all right, congratulations to, to all our winners. 
Oh, yep, we can say losers. Mm-hmm. Let's see if we're gonna see any names again next year. Maybe some repeat offenders. Maybe Tom Holland get rookie of the year for a third time. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, he, he a vet now. <laughs> he could be up for the MVPs of the world. Just looking at this list, if I was to say somebody could repeat, I would say Jake Gyllenhaal for MVP could repeat. Every year. Dwayne Johnson for Defensive Player of the Year. Jason yep. Statham got that uh, Shark movie coming out, so maybe him. Meg. Um, Sam Rockwell always throws out a little supporting acting turn, so you mm-hmm. never know. Denis V always keep a great movie under his belt. Yep. Ansel already a star, so he can't improve anymore. Nope. Um, I think Ansel got to shoot for the MVP if he wants to make mm-hmm. this list again. Or defensive player of the year, or, or action movie, led do terrible yeah. in a movie and be right. Ansel should be the new James Bond. <laughs> that would be awful. We might as well let Michael Sarah be James Bond. <laughs> <laughs> he got to cut his hair a little, just a little bit. If he I was be gonna James. say he can be the new uh, Paul Walker in the Fast and Furious movies. Of course, that's... he's already Baby Driver. Mm-hmm. We already talked about our combined uh, car world. Yeah, Baby Driver, Fast and Furious, and Need for Speed, or Transformers in Fast and Furious. Yeah, whatever little spit they got two left. Yeah. Do one with the combined. Do go- one where they fighting Optimus Prime and them. Go out with a serious bang. Big theory. Big theory. <laughs> that was whack. <laughs> Dang, do I got a whack sound effect? <laughs> oh, man. Why are you looking for something that ain't there? Uh, Donut. Somebody say something whack like that. Um, Jennifer Lawrence could make another appearance on the first thing. She got Red Sparrow coming out. Emma Stone, if she decides to drop a movie. Hugh Jackman, if he want to drop a movie. Uh, James Franco, if he decides that he wants to keep acting. Um, James <laughs> Franco. Y'all got rid of James Franco. <laughs> James McAvoy, if he throws something out there. Dane DeHaan can always be the LVP if he continues this downward spiral. I got to look at his uh, what he got next coming out. As a Nina Dobrev, I, I'm, I'm 100% sure Matilda Lutz is done, so I got to look for her no more. Zoe Dooch, she could have, I mean, she's a good actress, so she could come back from this. Idris, I don't expect to see him here anymore. Yeah. Cara Delevingne, I hope she don't do action movies anymore. Six Man, nah, Kiersey can't jump on this list. This was a, this was a tap on the show to like, hey, fix yourself. Yeah. Nina Dobra, of course, could always be there. Ben Stiller, I hope you don't see here again. Ellen Page, you can only play little kids, little kid looking Rose, so <laughs> who knows? Michael Bay, maybe. Director of Flatliners, I hope I don't ever see you again. Um, Casey Affleck, hope you're going off here. Scarlett Johansson, nah, you ain't gonna be on this again. Not no time when the Avengers got a movie come out. Um, Ellen Ern, the guy who plays Steppenwolf, just go back to being on uh, Game of Thrones. I can't even remember if he's still on there or not, but <laughs> we'll see. All right, Let you me see what he got with Dane DeHaan has coming up. He has the kid, son. He has a movie where he's playing Billy the Kid. Nah, he could possibly put on an acting performance on there. We'll see. And then is that it? He don't play one night with no TV. Hmm. All right. Are you ready to move on to the punishment segment? Yep. You got anybody you want to nominate there? Not that I can think of. All right, I got I got two nominees. 
two gentlemen I'm not uh, one is family and one I'm pretty sure he's a decent actor he's getting a lot of awards love this season <laughs> first up Timothy De La Gata. Timothy Chalamet Shala Chalamet oh that dude all the girls like apparently I mean I wouldn't know and you I wouldn't know but uh, have you seen a video of him on the red carpet at the Golden Globes I saw a video of it up didn't watch it cause I was like you're going to watch this video real quick. This is from, uh, I saw this on Jesus and Mero. They did a little something, something here, and he does something on here that made me feel very uncomfortable. Uh, I can only imagine what he's about to do. I live in the Bronx, and the music is lit, and it's... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. Riverdale. Yo, Spidey Dive will stand up. Ah, yo, man. <laughs> Shout out to my, my one-in-nine riders. <laughs> it's what I was listening to on the way here, so... Uh, they can take the one train to 332nd Street. I mean, it's got to be Bodak Yellow, but Bardier Cardi just came out, which is, is fantastic, kinda, which is... It's kind of hit. Kind of hit, Bardier Cardi. Ah! Look at his mom. And we're done. Uh, that was painful. <laughs> so him. Cartier Buddy in the Rar. Those two seconds of him dancing <sighs> and rapping Cardi B is what's getting him nominated for the punishment this week. He easily could get it for that. That is very. That's some Ansel would have gotten nominated for last year. Yeah, so <laughs> for that fact, they shouldn't. I can't. It was no prisoners because Ansel would have easily been in that. Uh-huh, yeah, he would. He would have got it. Easy. There wouldn't have been no debate. Suck <laughs> <laughs> it, my bruh, O'Shea Jackson Jr. <laughs> because in Den of Thieves, at a point in the movie, he does a London accent. That was (laughs) very bad. I was like, oh my gosh. And it wasn't like he was trying to be jokey-jokey about it. (laughs) Legitimately, his character was trying to do a London accent because he was in London and he was trying to blend in. (laughs) I was like, okay. What Jay Z say on uh, Story of OJ? OJ don't want to be black no more. Or I say OJ say I ain't black. I'm OJ. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, that was. I wish I could find the clip of him. I looked it up. He can't find it. But if you've seen Dinner Thieves, or if you're gonna go see Dinner Thieves, that's painful. Look out for when O'Shea Jackson Jr. speaks in a London accent to an <laughs> MMA fighter. I forget his name. I want to say Michael Bisping. 
but I don't think it's him. But you'll know he's an MMA fighter because he got the cauliflower ears. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so it's between Timothy Chalamet or O'Shea Jackson Jr. One, for rapping and dancing to Cardi B with his mom. Or the other, for his <laughs> a pitiful attempt at a London accent. I don't even know what is an English accent. I'm stupid, so I don't know stuff. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know word or dialects and whatnot. Huh? <laughs> Drop the, the mic. Game over. <laughs> I would go with O'Shea, but you know he's not a seasoned actor. Like Ice Cube probably would have knocked that London accent out of the park. He'd be like, but, "Dang, I didn't know Ice Cube was from the London yeah, part." But for the fact that. We would give Ansel that and nah. <laughs> boom boom for doing that. It has to be. Yeah. And it's for one, just for me thinking that he was like British or something. <laughs> He's really getting it. All right, Timothy. You are on punishment, sir. If you ain't seen the video, just go look up Timothy Chalamet and Cardi B. You'll mm. see it. If the if the if you just hearing the audio wasn't annoying enough, he also said lit. Yeah, and then proceeded to do some sort of bop as he was rapping. And the fact that he was rapping Cartier Barty. I'm surprised he didn't rap the part where she was talking about Offset. Yeah, it's very nasty, (laughs) Timothy. Why do I want to call him Timothy? Mozgov, the world champion. Lord. Respect that man. Him and uh, Jaleel Okafor, my guy sitting on the bench in New Jersey. Disrespectful. He sits on the bench Dis- everywhere. Respectful. <laughs> Gosh. All right, yeah, Timothy Charlemagne, you want punishment, sir? Go sit in the corner <laughs> and win Cartier Bartier, Cartier Bartier, whatever that song is called. I'm out. <laughs> sit still and wait till like some uh, every step you take, dum, dum, dum. every move you make. Every time, blah 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 blah, I'll be watching you. Oh, whatever Sting's version is, right. his version. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah, you're in punishment, sir. Uh, Good luck at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, the Grouch. I kept the Drake in the kangaroo pouch. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, all right, we got to move on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the show. We have nothing to resolve from last week because last week we did um, we did Winchester and Black Panther. So those movies haven't came out yet. Right now, you still got a 3-1 lead on me. Time to come back. <laughs> Cavs. What? 3-1 <laughs> lead. Uh, say- Cavs? Mm. I was say, cause nothing about these Cavs spell comeback. They smell blow lead. <laughs> but, um, all right. So, the movie for this week, something you anticipating highly, Fifty Shades Freed. Definitely not. Watch the first one and never revisited that <laughs> franchise. What are you giving Fifty Shades Freed? Now, let me give you some context. Okay. The first one, very high score of 25% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the next one, super high score of 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. They're going under 10 <laughs> <laughs> I almost said 33 until you told me the first one was 25, and there's no way it's going to be better. <laughs> so you good. This is getting a 9% from me. 
I'm confident because I saw that trailer they showed on TV and couldn't believe <laughs> how bad it looked. Yeah, these movies look terrible. When I saw the last one, I understood. I said that earlier in the show. And you, I'm saying it again. You if Party s- Next Door <laughs> can write it. <laughs> hey, you over here stealing bars. <laughs> Give me back my Kit Kat. Bars, bars, bars. Jail cell. <laughs> that? That's just a way to bring it back. You ain't got no to- ring! <laughs> I know everybody listening to this at the same time doing that, that jump back. Backwards hopscotch. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was that. <laughs> that was that was hard. Metal machine. I got him for days. Oh, I got him for days. Calendar. <laughs> Marie Claire. Yeah, y'all know about that about the Marie Claire calendars. <laughs> did, he, did you even say Marie? I don't know. I heard you say Re Claire. What is Re Who knows with me? Oh man. <sighs> what were we talking about? I have <laughs> no clue. Oh yeah, fifty shades free. <laughs> I'm giving that a nine percent. Oh man. I done messed up the table. Oh man! All right, so you're giving nine percent to Fifty Shades Freed. I really wanted to do the same thing, go under ten. The the last one was so bad. <laughs> like for it, for what it was trying to do, it was pitiful. Uh, so I'm, I'm gonna try to cut this movie some slack. Trousers. <laughs> I'm, gonna give, uh, I'm gonna give this movie an astoundingly high fifteen percent. Try to go somewhere in the middle. So I'm hoping the critics go a little bit softer on this one because that one was bad. Like, that was crazy. So maybe this one will have a little bit more tension. Or maybe people will just be happy that it's done. So that'll be them giving it a good review. So I'm going with 15% for 50 Shades Freed. So you got a, you're giving it a 9%. Yep. And I'm going with 15 I will resolve that movie after the ninth when it comes out and see who gets the victory there. All right, what's next? Uh, Blu-rays? I think so. Did we already do the week Jigsaw came out? I do not know. All right, so just in case, Jigsaw. Must have. I want all my Saw movies. (laughs) All right, so then we get to what will be coming out this week. And that is... Oh, Boo 2. I'm a dear Halloween. For me? 
I might put that as a might rent just because I've never seen it and I watched the first one, so I might as well check and he out. And said the gorgeous yeah. or whatever we discover he yeah, actually what, said the 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 just gorgeous the blue, or the yeah. gorgeous something along those yeah, lines. It was disgusting. So I gotta see if he says anything else as crazy as that in this in this new one. So I put as a might rent and also. Oh yeah. Movie. Oh yeah. Make sure you tell Milkshakes they cast uh, Sophia Carson in the uh, Pretty Little Liars spinoff, The oh, Perfectionist. Yeah, I saw that, but I didn't understand anything about anything. It's the old girl from the Descendants movies. Oh, uh, yeah. That's out of my wheelhouse. <laughs> and uh, the Pikachu movies started. I saw that. And they finished Venom pretty fast. Oh, of course. You know, it's gonna try to have like that Deadpool style uh, budget. Under- All right, I ain't got no more movies. I tried to look that Miles Teller movie's out. Oh, here it is, Geostorm. That's a movie I keep think- contemplating watching online. Yeah, I said it, online. So I'll put that might rent just to see how bad it is. All right, that's it for this week with the Blu-rays. Ugh, you walk into a store. What if you like an avid movie buyer and you buy movies every week and you go to the, uh, you go to the store and all you see is Geostorm. It new Gotta releases. Get it. You like it. Uh, if you get new releases every week, and Geostorm is one of them, got a copy of Geostorm. You might as well buy you a book. <laughs> That's pitiful. <laughs> All right. You, uh, if you've seen a movie before next episode, what you trying to see? I may Stevie watch. Wonder. I hope he ain't still trying to see at this <laughs> point. It's been too many years. He'll never give up. Decade. Uh, oh, my gosh. I got bars for days. Calendar, what? <laughs> I would have said I got days. for days. A Hershey for every day this month. I may uh, I mean, just go ahead and finally watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm leaning towards. If you if you don't want to go by yourself, I'll see it for a third time <laughs> since I still haven't used my movie pass on that movie. Had to buy that, pay for that movie straight cash both times. Um, myself, oh uh, yeah, probably next movie I plan on seeing is Maze Runner: The Death Cure. Oh, I thought it was gonna be My Little Pony. Heavens no. Um, so Maze Runner, I'm gonna go with that one. All right, cool. All right, this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal. What you call it? It is your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bratson, London Accent the Third, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Peter Limit. Party Starter, <laughs> Silk Pajamas, The Green Sparrow, huh? The Green Captain Marvel Costume, Roly yeah. Man. Walking Pennysworth, a.k.a. you can go on SoundCloud.com slash The Great Musical to find all kind of stuff. And also The Great Musical and everything else. A.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zandt, Kai Dallas, I No More Mr. Knife Guy, No More Mr. Nice Kai, Booking Gaging K, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chatwick Flossman, uh, Kingpin, the Hibachi Chef, the Name Generator, Neon Ember, uh, 
sweet lady. Uh, <laughs> all right, it's like, like Cosby st- and Walton. Who's out here stinging up the joint? Gigging besides you and your wag bars, I mean. well, besides you and your wag bars, they stinging up the joint. Theo James sucks. Hey, Jai hey. Courtney sucks. Shout out to Theo James. He had a movie last year and he got nothing. <laughs> Alex Rose sucks. Mm-hmm. Nat Wolf sucks. Mm-hmm. Romany Malco sucks. Mm-hmm. Nina Dobrev sucks. Shout out to Nina. Big big winner today. Shout yeah. out to Nina. Who won yours, Dane DeHaan? Mm-hmm. Dane DeHaan, for today at least. Yeah, Dane. You suck. Uh, is that everybody? Chiggy sucks. Of course. Uh, shout out to King Ansel, the baby driver. Mm-hmm. I think that's all of them. All right. And uh, what was I about to say? I forget what I was about to say. It was something, something. Mm, what you say? I really was about to say something. Ah. Um. Oh yeah. Did you? Uh, everybody go check out the Hurricane Heist trailer. They're comparing it to Sharknado, so it's a, <laughs> it's a legit movie too. Lord. So it's a heist that takes place during a category something. I forget the number. Hurricane. So you can already know that sound wild. Um. And all right. Um. Well, I think we just ended off with. Uh, yeah. Knock, knock. Who's there? Usher. Yeah. Hello, John. <laughs> Who has a a banger with the offset and two chains? Offset. <laughs>